Welcome, everybody, once again to the Low Key Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Lanton, and joined as always today, we have Keith Denny. Today, we are missing our partner, Tim Malloy. We miss you, man. Can't wait to see you back on the next one. But for now, we're just going to be rocking out to Black Adam. We're going to be reviewing this with full spoilers. So uh, that is your warning. From here on, we're just going to be throwing stuff all over the place. So um, just starting with our premise, though. We have a group of archaeologists who are looking for uh, what's known as the crown of Sebek. Supposedly, it's been cursed and has all this, you know, um, you know, these different tales and myths around it. They come across it finally and come to find or the location where it's supposed to be. And instead of just finding the crown, they also come across the grave or tomb of a superpower being. We later learn this is Black Adam. He mercs all the people inside who betrayed the folks who founded the first who were the archaeologists and he is then seen as a threat that the justice society of america has to come and and take care of and neutralize and then that is kind of our premise and of course the rocket starring is black adam and this movie probably does not become a green lit project without his involvement and he really pushed for this so this was his baby it was his vision um, they really pushed this through. And of course, the post credit scene is um, definitely, I think, what the people want to see. And he is definitely a fan of these properties. So it was exciting to, to you know, see like a almost like a this is like a big budget fan film, <laughs> like in a lot of ways. Uh, so that is kind of giving us our framing. Keith, um, what did you think of this film? Um. First off, if you haven't already mentioned it, this is going to be a very spoiler-heavy review. Um, what do I think about it? I think you pretty much said everything with that one statement of it being a a very expensive um, fan, fan, almost like a fanfic film, almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is an interesting thing about like even when I look at like. I, I try not to really look at reviews of too many movies, but I think it's very interesting, like how the critic score, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, of this film is like 40%, whereas like the audience score is 90. And I can't think of too many movies where it's that far of a discrepancy between audience. I mean, we see this a lot with comic book films, though. This maybe happens a lot. So, yeah, maybe when we. When oh, it, dang, it is 40. Wow, that's lower than when I looked at it before. Interesting. Yeah. I, it, yeah. And I think that if I'm looking at it from a critical standpoint, like if I if I don't read comic books, if I don't really care about all of this stuff, it's um it's a it's a it's a 40, definitely, right? <laughs> but if I'm looking at like just from bad acidry, it's like a good 95. Like, <laughs> like if I'm looking at like just just not not just off of just like being a fan of like just straight up like comic books, action films, and The Rock, it's pretty much it's it's high on that list. Like if, but but there is like how do I divide that the thing of like I enjoy this movie, but then on the critical side of me looking at it, this movie is kind of stupid though too at the same time. But let's come back to the critical stuff because there's plenty of things and the thing to me a lot of this is not even like. <laughs> you know, it, it's not like we're we're thinking about like something that needs to be Oscar worthy. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, but there are some things about it that are just really clumsy in a way they don't have to be. 
um, even like order of operations. Um, the fact that like <laughs> I was laughing because I'm in the movie watching it and I was just like, well, I guess that that uh, that omen that uh, Dr. Fate saw will not come up. Because, you know, they had they had basically gotten Black Adam say Shazam. And he's like, all right, cool. I don't need the power. And then the dude is resurrected um, with the crown and all this. Right. But I was just like, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of done. Like, we, we still got more to do. Because, <laughs> right. I mean, I think the, the biggest issue this movie has, and I th- it's one of the things that for me, you and I argue about this all the time with that which Superman movie was it? not Man of Steel, but there's an other one in between. Which one? Batman uh, vs. Superman? No, no, I said no, no, there's a, no no no. It's not Henry Cavell, it's, it's the, another Superman. The one Superman before returns. that. Is that what it's called? I think so. That's the one that's supposed to be like the continuation of the Christopher Reeve Superman. Yes. It's more yes. like Man of Steel. For me, the main issue with that movie was basically Superman was never really threatened the entire movie. He rarely is, but I mean, more he so rarely is. Comics, but in movies. Probably. Well, well the thing is, Superman it, it, through the stakes was a little high, I guess. Well, but you, you had to decide with beings like this, like what is, you know, like because people are like, oh, Superman's so boring, you know, you can't hurt him, can't do this, can't do that. Superman has some incredible stories. It's not that difficult it's just it's got to be about more than just making it about a big brawn fight at the end <laughs> and what was so weird about this movie was it literally waited until like the very end to have anybody who could even like rival his power but then like and i say rival his power me almost more like just make him try a little bit um so we're like almost two hours in and he just zapping a bunch of dudes with machine guns and that's the extent of it, even though there are modern weapons that can harm them, which was like, all right, cool. They show it in the first 15 minutes and then it just don't come up again, really. Like he got he got hit, touched up another time. But to me, like that was like a separate and almost kind of like more potentially impactful uh, kind of threat to him. I don't know. And it, I like so much about this movie. I hate to like harp on that piece of it. Um but it really did bug me. I just felt like there were things that were out of order and the, the, the pacing threw off some of the great pieces about the film. I think um, I was talking to my cousin about this is like one of the, the most biggest thing that we get a lot from these superhero movies is that there has to be like this big CGI battle at the end of yeah, the Yeah, and I, I didn't need that here. And most of the times, some... <sighs> You can really do it without that. I think not to say that the CGI battle stuff would because because even because some people say I've talked to people about it that they felt like the part when he decides to say Shazam and give away his powers, they thought that was the end of the movie. It it but I'm saying yeah. from a narrative perspective for that character, that, it's it basically done. Yeah, but I think that like at the same time, those same people that I talked about would have said that they would have been very disappointed if that's how the movie would have ended. But like you said, from a narrative standpoint, it would make sense to use that to close, you know, but not just that itself, like the rest of the movie would have to be strong for that to be impactful, right? 
Okay, let's come. Let's come back to that because there's something to say. And, yeah, and it, it, really and it wasn't. It. I don't think that the movie in itself has the emotional weight to me to warrant him giving up his powers and let that be the ending of the film. You know what I'm saying? Um. So it's almost like it needed that that to be the final act where there's this big battle and then Dr. Fate dies or somewhat dies or whatever um, for it to, for it to work, you know? Um, because, because up to this point, it just didn't feel to have like that same emotional resonance. And I think part of it is that I don't really completely know what black Adam's motivation is. I barely understand the antagonist. Well, his motivation is to be there to protect the people of Kandar, which um, and to be their champion. I think that's like a noble and fine thing for a superhero. But, yeah, but I think that's I think to me that feels more assumed. Like it's never really like outright. He kind of says it at the end, though, doesn't he? Maybe he says it. I'm, but I'm talking about before that. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. Like, well, well, I think but, we should but that's because there's a shame of the fact that the the actual champion that people speak of is not him, but it his son. Yeah. And so, I mean, obviously, he favors his son. That's his son. Uh, but when people are thinking of this champion, I mean, really, the last act of somebody with that power was him going and taking revenge against those who killed his son. You know, and then he was, you know locked away for um and that was weird because they were like we chose incorrectly it's like no you chose perfectly yeah. like you yeah, really that was did like, part. like it was kind of misleading like i'm like yeah, oh, some, it, but it, unless you're trying to say we chose incorrectly because the son made the decision to save his father by giving his father his powers but i don't think that's what this i don't know i mean like because it could be a thing with fade and saying like and not dr fade but just like this idea that somehow they read the cards wrong and the one's supposed to turn out this way but again like it, it's throwing so much so many things halfway and see that's the thing like i'm way that's the that's the movie that's the movie right there and said is doing this shit like it's a movie from the 90s where you got to have like this small connected thing with this archaeologist and her child and it's like I mean, they're not bad. They're, as far as like you I, know, I the, the actors, I think they do what they're supposed to do. And I'm sorry, go ahead. I can't stand the kid. I'm sorry. I, well, I think that they do what they're supposed to do. He's supposed to almost act like a like a um, uh, like a campy thing. Like I said, like in the '90s, like in the early 2000s, yeah, almost yeah, like you know, Spider Man. Spider Man, Peter. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say it gave me Terminator Two vibes. But yeah. Well. So I would say even almost more like like that too, but I think the movie's trying to be even like more campy than that um, in many ways. Which and, and it's a, it's an odd mix to try to hit. I think overall tonally, it actually works pretty okay. Um, I mean, I don't love the kid, and the thing is, the reason I even compared it to Sam Raimi Spider Man is because it's got those really weird moments for like. And this took me out the movie though. Like this is why I really hated Act Three. It was like. I couldn't figure out how how I'm supposed to gauge the situation because we got this dude who comes up who has the crown of of Sabak, and if he sits on the throne, everything's supposed to go crazy. I honestly don't even know what's happening if he sits on the throne. It's supposed to be such a big deal, but he's like raising the dead. But then 
not only do they look really cheap and weird, but then like just regular dudes are like hitting them with pipes and yeah. that's a no. I was like, what the fuck is going like on? like walking dead zombies are way tougher than these. Like and it, they literally like like oh yeah, and then like these the now I, I did get a kick out of uh like the, the humor in this movie is actually pretty hilarious, but like when Dr. Fate was like, don't worry, you won't die from this. Stay away from electricity. And he's like, how am I supposed to do that? And then when the under uh, underworld comes up, he's like, well, it won't be today. Let's go. He already knew. Man, yeah, that, that was some funny. of it. Some of it works pretty like, well. That, the, the movie, like I said, it's actually entertaining. Like in the, yeah. entertaining in the sense, like I will watch this shit again. Like I would mm-hmm. probably watch it. Like I like Shazam too. I mean, I think. I still haven't watched Shazam yet. That's I think I in certain know. ways it could be argued that well, Shazam is a better movie, but that's only because I think I, I kind of feel the cat, the protagonist more and know what the protagonist is doing and what they're going through in a way that I don't get it as much with Black Adam. It's kind of like I don't know if you've seen. Um, Mad Max Fury Road before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. So I think Mad Max works as like a silent protagonist or like mm. a, a seemingly flat character because everybody else is so fucking interesting. Yeah. So you know, for to me, for Black Adam to work in the in the way that I think that they were trying to make him work, everybody else would have to be way more compelling than he is in a sense. You know, see, here, here's the issue, though, and this is why I think it's hard to make a Black Adam film, is really his story, it it, it normally tracks some, like in the comics, there's always something similar to this, like, you know, um, oftentimes, too, when he wakes up, he's angry at the world, and he's going around and, and taking revenge against people in some way or another, but this movie is coming up right before Black Panther. And the only reason that, 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 that there's a comparison of sorts to make here is this movie, Black Adam, really hones in a lot on um, his, Black Adam's sense of self as it relates to his country and how they view him and the importance of having somebody there to be present to be your champion when your people are under the thumb of an oppressor right all that mm-hmm. and then you got black panther which is like what happens if you know you actually are able to protect your people and this and that like what responsibility do you have to the world all this kind of stuff right mm-hmm. but in the most vapid ways this movie black adam is interested in discussing the idea of it but it's not really interested in like delving into what that means and so like it makes everything it has to say about um black adam being a champion for his people feel just really empty because he's not like engaged in it in that way it just doesn't feel like there are ways they could have chosen to do that and the fact they even bring it up i think in many ways it's so bold because there are real life parallels of today but i do think it's you can't handle stuff like that and then just choose not to delve into it when you got something like black panther like right around the way that really will 
challenge. I mean, you might not agree with where it goes, but it'll challenge you to consider some different elements of how systems of oppression function. And this is just like they're there, they're present, they're just there. And if we have a superhero, it's going to be fine. You know? I mean, I get it in that world, in the world where super superheroes exist. Yeah. It would kind of be that thing of like, well, you know, there's there's heroes all around the world, but nobody come, nobody is here to save us. That's what, but, and so that's the that's the point they make. Yeah, but that's all they want to say, and they want to stop it right there, and like that, let that be the end of what they have to say. But I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily have an issue with that for this particular film. I think with this, the only my biggest issues is the is the characters really, like the political the socioeconomic element of it that they kind of touch bases on. I think that I don't think it but, has but, but do you see how those things are intertwined? Like the characters no, 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 no. don't I don't see. can't can't like be as gripping as they could be partially because to like you have to get into certain things with character for those things. Like it, it almost like it doesn't even make sense to have like that archaeologist and her son present, you know, in many ways, if you you can have like the Justice Society be involved with the crime rather than them, it's like if you're going to have them present, what are they there for other than to just kind of keep repeating that, you know, because they're like, well, you don't get to make this decision. This is our people. And like, yeah, that makes sense. I, I see where they're coming from. But they're just instruments there. They're not like really functioning as characters of people that are part of a culture. Right. And that's that's possibly why I don't really care for those characters in the first place. Mm. Um, and and I kind of get it, like in the way that they for for Black Adam, they're kind of there to like humanize him in a sense, mm. because there, there's yeah. certain stuff like that. If you even though I don't like the boy, it's certain stuff that you don't get without the boy. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. No, like, I, like you don't I like you don't chemistry. get the, I like their chemistry. Yeah, like you don't get the um telling the man in black sent you. Like and him, like him fucking it up. Like he he fucked up with the catchphrase so many times, and it, it and that's why I say it reminded me of Terminator Two. Like when he was um when mm. he learned to say um hasta la vista, baby, and it's it's like those little things, those little callbacks, and then sometimes when I watch like I, I don't know if it's just me, but like when I watch movies like this, and after a second, I say like after the first twenty minutes, like when. When 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 they first resurrect like Black Adam and he just start like wrecking people and then they start playing out I, I was it I wanted paint it all in oh, black yeah paint paint it black yeah I said oh okay this is one of these movies mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I eventually I just shut my brain off past that and I was like well if I was like if this was like the ten year old Keith. This would be like the best best fucking movie I ever seen in my life. Like I remember when I saw the Mummy two, you couldn't tell me the Mummy two. Oh, then the, the mu- no, no, hold on, stop! Don't don't do that because the Mummy, the Mummy and the Mummy two are not just great action films. Like they're they're like you know it's characters you care about and there's this reverence for the, the culture and you know, it's just got like a lot of yeah. But I don't just, I don't. I don't think it's that much better than Black Adam to be honest. No, nah, dog, don't do that. No, nope, you ain't seen this movie in a minute, bro. I'm telling you, if you go back, and it's watch so it, much funnier. There's like traps. There's like 
all these things that they got to worry about. There's like this danger. There's this sense of like fear. Like it's a very you you got to watch that. Bro, how did I again. forget? I forgot that that The Rock is actually in Mummy too in the Mummy. Yeah, movie. and even remember the opening the sequence on, on on uh on the second movie with the scorpion trap. That shit is terrifying. You forgotten that movie? That like those movies well, are had, special, dog. It had it had more. It definitely had more adventure. Don't get me wrong. Like it had more of that adventure element, but it's hard to have an adventure element when you got like a godlike creature in the. In no, the but it's got, it's got Indiana. <laughs> it's Indiana Jones light, basically. Like I, no, yeah, just I'm just saying, don't don't diss the mummy, man. Like no, I'm not dissing it, but I'm saying that like part of why we like those movies is because we saw them as a child, and they have like a certain nostalgia to it. Sure, and I feel the same thing would happen if like like let's say Robert watches Black Adam. He's gonna have that same feel about Black Adam. I no, wait, wait, wait. I mean, like, like, well, look, let's put it like this: if, for example, I, I had to be one of the audience members who's like, "Did I like it or not?" I like the movie. I was just talking about it's. It's like it because it, it 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 could be a lot lazier and make different choices, which would mean it's choosing a path of like not trying. What I'm just speaking to is more like. Here's how they could flesh that out and make it oh, yeah, like yeah. really hit where it could be. Um, I mean, because the thing that's driving me crazy, I don't know why this happens. Like the rock over and over, like keeps finding ways to like not like, get into like certain positions when he's playing a character. Like he's like right up to the like he'll do a vulnerable thing, and obviously, like there's emotions to be shown here. But it's just weird. Like, I can't figure out, like, why. Like, those things are, like, your character's, like, truly vulnerable. Like, he just won't totally go there all the way. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, man, I just I just want to see him just, like, put it all out there one time. You know? Um, yeah. I mean. Oh, man, it's interesting. Because I, I can see it in there, man. I see it in there. Like, I really, I like him in this role plenty. Yeah, I think, I think that's a actually like a, a perfect casting yeah um, yeah and and i like the other heroes i don't know how i feel about on um, tornado girl but like everybody <laughs> else tornado girl she's just spinning around and doing ballerina moves and and, uh, and like i can't remember yeah. nobody name i'm gonna i'm gonna be made fun of all my my geek friends all the dude who who had the adam on on his chest um, I can't adam remember. smasher his name's adam smasher it's probably not man it's probably not. <laughs> Cause I, it's, I think I know who it is. I'm like, that must be like a different version. I make him feel like I'm wrong. Anyway, it don't matter. No, because you know he, he was, he was somebody's nephew in the in the movie. Like, I know that's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I don't really. Adam, yeah, it's Adam Smasher. It is Adam Smasher. Okay. And now Chris Bronson as Doctor Fate is pretty dope. Yeah, I'm sorry. Adam Smasher just sound like the perfect porn star. Name. It's the only reason I Adam Smasher definitely sounds. Like, sound I, I feel like there has to be one name that honestly. I would never but, look um, it up, but yeah, but yeah, oh yeah, Pierce was great. Um, yeah, it, 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 okay, so that that thing with Doctor Faith, I'm sure every nerd just kind of like cringed a little bit with it. Which um, which <laughs> which, which, which well, part of it were you thinking? The, the fact that like he um okay, so he talked about like the helmet making people lose their minds and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Um, but then it didn't seem to do much to him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um again, well, yeah, then, no, when, keep going, keep going. then when Hawkman used it, 
it was like no consequences. Like literally, tornado cyclone girl has said like. I don't know the ramifications, but I think if you touch it, it will like hey, put your brain apart. Well, and the one no, that literally just said, as soon as painted black came on, you just let it go. I'm talking about to, to I, the point I did, where like I didn't even think about that again. But but yeah, if, if you I did let it go, like, but that that made me cringe because <laughs> like pretty much like this is the thing. I don't know. I'm not just the hugest like DC fan outside of the regular Batman, Superman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really outside of Batman. But I know one thing about Dr. Fate is that that helmet has consequences. And you do not touch that fucking helmet. You do not touch that helmet. Unless you want to become possessed. Yeah, you want to become possessed. And then the, the thing in the helmet going to control you to fucking feel like letting you now, go if it ever does. Now, if you if you can if you can say, well, well, the reason why is because Hawkman is da 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 da. There was never like a mentioning of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and then also when did Hawkman become Bruce Wayne? I just there was certain stuff that I just didn't know. Like I'm like, well, maybe they they you know. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like I, I'm sure there's something in the comic canon somewhere because you know all these multiverses and stuff. And I, I've been in and out of comics at different points so many times. Maybe he's been a Playboy billionaire at some point. I'm not going front on that. Um, I, I and the thing is, there's a race of hawk people, so I'm sure they're black ones. I just I don't remember all the stuff with the hawk man's witch and all that. I do I do like that I do like that actor actor a lot. Um, Elder, you know he's great. He's great. He's always um, great. I I his outfit though, man. That is the example of like how something looks cool in comics, but looks like crappy as hell in live action. Cause I remember like some. Like, like they had. Um, I used to be a huge fan of Smallville. Oh yeah, and they had a guy that that was Hawkman in the show, and he wore that same ugly ass helmet, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, why do they keep doing this? Like, well, the helmet is for their people, man. They, they yeah, I get it, race. but they need they need to read. They need to do something else with the helmet. Like, You're saying somebody need to need to go ahead and, they and need to be that into something different. They need to redesign it at least for live action because it just doesn't work. It's like it's ugly as shit. It doesn't look functional. I don't see how you could see to from the left to the right. Like the only reason why the Rock could have maybe the reason why the Black Album was giving them the business. Like for two hours straight was the fact that he can't see from left to right. Man, you know I'm talking like this man was getting work. I said, damn, like is his contract for him to get whooped on? But he was not <laughs> going. Like there was times where it was like, it was like, man, Black Adam should really be like straight demolishing Hawkman. But it's like he was like really holding his own. Not, I not, mean, this for like you, you know what's sad about this. <laughs> so Sam. In, in in the Marvel universe, right? I don't know if you remember this, but the, I uh, so it was a uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier or Captain. I don't even know. Yeah, it was Falcon and Winter Soldier. Anyway, um, but so all the times that Sam got his ass whooped in the show, like how he was never winning yeah. no fights. He stayed getting whooped on. <laughs> but now Hawkman wasn't that. Now come that's, on, no, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like that's not that's uh, not Hulk, even Hulk, he was giving people some work. Yeah, so he, I'm saying, he's like, fighting. He's fighting freaking Black Adam. Like that's what I'm he was representing. Yeah, I'm all yeah, back. He, he was. He wasn't really getting whooped. Then he sat and fought the demon man and was going toe to toe with him. 
Yeah, look, I, that's like low key. I mean, it took him and Black Adam to kill the demon thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look, so, I'm giving, mean, I'm giving him his props. That's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Like, he's just don't compare him to Sam Wilson. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, yeah, I just appreciate that, that we ain't got to keep doing this with our, our black superheroes having them folks get fired on constantly, or at least like be like unable to like really do like a, a finishing knockout punch on somebody. Like Sam wasn't doing none of that. Not Sam one. But oh, um, man. Anyway. I mean, granted, he he's always the person fighting super soldiers that's not a super soldier. So that's one thing to take into consideration. Man, he needs yeah, some techniques. He needs to get beat up by like regular grunts. Man, anyway, like, I'm he, still tripping him, man. <laughs> he threw that. He was Captain America that first night, and he went out, and I forgot who was fighting, but they were in that conference room. They might threw the shield, and the shield just hit some party chairs and then go. <laughs> man, that was so funny. But um, but I don't know. Like overall, I would say for Black Adam, I just enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Is it the best thing DC has came up with? No, I think it's better than some stuff that they made. You know. So real quick before we close, because we got to close soon. Superman reveal. What you think of that? I didn't really need it. It kind of didn't make it. It didn't make sense. It was one of those things that I felt like you know. One thing about DC that I noticed is that they would do like an after credit stuff thing and it really don't lead to nothing. <laughs> so you I mean you Morbius know about to have that happen too. Like I can't right. I can't even count how many times they have done it and it never led into anything. Like at least when Marvel does it, it leads to an actual movie or in phase four. I mean, I don't know, bro. Like Morbius yeah, ain't yeah. gonna lead to nothing. I don't know if the one with uh, Venom is gonna lead to anything. Yeah, that might. You're right. That might not. That might just be fan service. Um, um the Morbius one almost certainly won't because that movie didn't do well enough. Morbius is terrible. That. But that's okay. Another thing, Morbius was already a bad idea, for example, right? Oh, 100 percent But but it was also just a bad movie. Like I think at least at least that Black Adam could get away with being somewhat stupid, but at least be enjoyable and fun. It's an enjoyable movie, one hundred percent. It it was it was and it was it had a nostalgia feel to it. I felt like I was watching wrestling at certain points. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because it's the rock or it's because man, he was acting the shit out them folks, though. I was dying like man, and just the fact that he just going on a complete murder spree. Like I can watch a movie of the rock killing people as Black Adam man. and then to watch these people fatalities. be so excited to watch the oppressors just uh, oppressors be electrified. I mean, <laughs> I was, to me. hey. This yeah. all this hilarious commentary that the movie like some of this stuff is more you can make it silly, but they oh they really didn't. They I mean I'm not saying like I'm just saying they could have just had a little more fun with pieces of it, but I guess maybe I don't want it's too hot or something. I don't know. Anyway, but but look, it's there. It doesn't have to be completely reasoned in some way, and they let us enjoy it. So we can leave it at that. They ain't got to add all the other stuff. Maybe. All right. So if y'all got this far, we appreciate you. Um, definitely like, review, subscribe, all that. Tell a friend. That's always just at least getting somebody else on on the um, on the train with us. So um, Keith, let people know where they can find us on the socials. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Instagram at the Low Key Pod. Perfect. And I know pretty certainly we're gonna cover Black Panther once that come out. In between, who knows? We'll find some. There's plenty of great content coming out right now in TV season. So we'll check some out. And let y'all know pretty soon. So. Uh, until then, we'll holler at y'all next time.
Cool. Peace. See you.